That's right, the Death by Bungie podcast, Talking with Bungie. I am standing in the trophy room playing a little guitar this morning. It is Thanksgiving morning 2020, and I'm in a great place mentally right now after a tough week at work. The week before Thanksgiving is always tough for me at work because I, if you don't know this already, I'm a lawyer and Normally you're busy with court and all that sort of thing. It's sort of a steady busy, and that's what the way I like it. But the week before Thanksgiving, we try to get a whole bunch of extra work done in that three-day period. It's a partial week. It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We try to get extra work done to make up for the time we're losing over the holidays. So that three-day period is always really busy. And... I was alone this week in my office. Normally, there's two of us lawyers in there. This week, it was just me. So it was a little extra busy, and I was actually pushed right to my limits, I think. Uh, it was the, probably the toughest week I've had since I've taken that job. But enough of that. That's not what Talking with Bungie is about. Talking with Bungie, especially this episode of Talking with Bungie, is about having fun. That's what it's about. And that's why I'm playing a little guitar this morning. is fun to me. That's what I enjoy. That's a blast. And what a great way. I come home from work. Now that we live pretty close to my job, I can come home from work. I can play a little guitar before I go back to work after lunch. And then when I come home from work and I can unwind a little bit here in this trophy room, it's got just the right acoustics for playing a little guitar, just the right acoustics, hopefully, for recording a nice podcast. I get to stand in here. There's not too much echo, but there's just enough reverb in this room to really appreciate that guitar sound. For those of you guitar aficionados out there, I'm using a Kramer Pacer. It's actually the limited edition Pacer, but it's a more modern version of the Kramer Pacer. More modern version, updated version, 2000. 20 or so version. It's actually more like a 2018 model, I think, a version of that classic 80s style guitar that you saw. Eddie Van Halen, rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen, one of my favorite, absolute favorite guitarists, arguably the greatest guitarist of all time. I can say this about Eddie Van Halen. My friend Joe made a very good observation. Eddie Van Halen was the most original style of guitarist that I know of. I don't know of another guitarist who had that original of a style. He had his own sound. He had his own two-handed playing technique that he originated. He pretty much invented. And just some discussions on that, whatever. But nobody used it like he did. Nobody was responsible for an entire decade of copycats <laughs> the way that Eddie Van Halen was. Remarkable. Remarkable. And he was so much fun to watch. 
He was having a great time. You ever watched Eddie Van Halen play guitar? You could tell, like even when he was on the late late night show, or whatever, with David Letterman, when he was on Saturday night, Saturday Night Live between the commercials, the guy's not even the focus of the entertainment for the evening. He was just filling in. He's just playing with the band, having a good time, but smiling like nobody's business, having a great time. That's the key. That's the key, and that to me goes a long way in starting this talking with Bungie episode. And that is, you got to enjoy what you're doing. And I got an email from a friend of Bungie this week saying, hey, you know, kind of exhausted at the end of the hunting season here now that the archery type seasons are wrapping up, our crossbow seasons are wrapping up. A friend may not want to hunt anymore, might be less motivated to hunt next season. My initial observation is, you know, at the end of a grueling, grinding crossbow season, you're going to be a little less motivated to get out there. You know, at the end of the season, I'm kind of glad to put the boots away for a little bit. Now I have to load the car up. Now I have to take the scent-free showers. Now I have to load all the gear, go and unpack all the gear when I get there to hunt, hunt, put all the gear back and bring it back and go through that routine over and over and over again. Kind of looking forward to the end of the season, especially if it's been a successful season. I'm very happy to report, as you know, probably as a friend of Bungie, that Genevieve and I both had great seasons. In fact, I can arguably say, realistically say, it was the best season of my life. Period. This was my greatest crossbow season. This was Bungie's best crossbow season. Most memorable crossbow season. Even though Bungie only killed one deer. But it was Bungie's biggest Pennsylvania buck. And it made a great video. A great story. Perhaps a great way to wrap up the Bungie-specific crossbow story. Maybe Bungie retires after this season. I don't know. That's still in the cards. But the driving force behind that decision is going to be fun. I don't think there's anything wrong with getting to the end of a crossbow season and thinking, you know, I'm glad this season's over. I'm going to put my gear away. I'm going to do the proper maintenance on it so that it's going to be ready to go next year. I'll oil up the crossbow works and all that good stuff. Let's wax the string a little bit. Put that guy away, put that crossbow away, and get ready for next year. You know, plan for next year. I don't think there's any harm in being admitting that you're a little bit worn out at the end of, the, of a crossbow season. That's probably normal. I think the harm comes when we're forced to do things we don't want to do. If something is sucking the fun out of crossbow hunting for you, then you need to change that. You need to address that. What is it that you don't like or what is it that is wearing you out by the end of the season? Rather than just packing the crossbow away and saying, I'm never going to do this again. I'm done. I'm done with hunting. What can you change? What can you address to make it so that it'll be more fun next year? So it will be something that you're looking forward to for next season. That's what you want to think about. That's what you want to explore. For me, over the years, all the pruning of apple trees and all of that work, all of the food plots that I put in, Acre upon acre upon acre. There was a time when I was doing over two acres of food plots, pretty much by myself. That wore on me, and it did become something that I didn't 
and joy, it did become something that I didn't look forward to, that I dreaded. I would be stressed because, man, if I don't prune those trees this weekend, the weather's not going to quite cooperate. But if I don't do it this weekend, then the trees aren't going to be healthy. That wore on my mind and it created stress in an activity that's supposed to be fun. I got involved in crossbow hunting because I want to go out and extend my season, have fun shooting deer, hunting deer. That's why I got involved in crossbow hunting. Not so I could have a second job. I already got a job. I don't want a second job, right? <laughs> we all have to have a job. We should have jobs. That's important. That's responsibility. It's not fun, necessarily. I don't know if that's how I'd spend my day. I mean, I do appreciate what I like, and I think that with our jobs, if there's something we don't like about that, we should strive and endeavor to change that. But again, that's work. Your hobbies, your activities like hunting should be fun. There are plenty of different facets to crossbow hunting. That one I did not find fun. Now, this year I did a food plot. Was successful hunting over that food plot. But it was the smallest food plot I've ever put in. And I enjoyed putting in that one small food plot. Forfeiting one day of a weekend, basically, to put in that food plot. It wasn't an awful lot of work. I mean, it all added up to probably six hours of work on this tiny little food plot. I didn't have to make payments all year long on expensive tractors and rototillers. I didn't have to go back with all kinds of fertilizer. I just spread the seed. I used a rake. Genevieve and I used a rake to clear out all the leaves. We spread the seed, put some lime down, a couple bags of pelletized lime. And then we just waited until it got green. Like pretty much you can, you got to know how to do this stuff. You got to do a little research. And all the years of food plots that I did, don't get me wrong, probably wouldn't have grown this cute little food plot this year if I didn't have all of that experience. So... I got a benefit from that. I got a value from that. I got something in return for all that effort and work that I did. A lot of knowledge. And it was fun at the time, but it became a grind. So my advice to people who are putting away their crossbows and thinking, you know, maybe I won't do this next year. Maybe I'll do it different. Think about what you didn't enjoy and mix it up a little bit. There are so many different facets to crossbow hunting that you can pick and choose. If you don't like the food plots, don't do the food plots. To be honest with you, my hunting kind of improved this year with modest food plottery. <laughs> Having the two acres of food plots ended up with three different doe family groups calling the property their own and kind of, I suspect, discouraging bucks from using that property. By reducing that food, I have spread the does out a little bit more they make their way through the property, but they aren't claiming it as their own. They're not pushing other deer off. And now the bucks are, feel a little more free. Bucks don't want to be around a whole bunch of other deer that are a nuisance, that are pestering them. And this way, he moved through and we got a nice shot. Genevieve shot a buck on opening day. I never killed a buck under the 100-year-old apple tree. In all of the videos you have seen of me shooting deer under the apple tree, they're all does. Doe after doe after doe. Read my book. There's a little bit more on that story. But the fact of the matter is, she was the first person to take home a buck under the 100-year-old apple tree. And she did it on her first deer hunt. 
She did it on the opening day of the 2020 crossbow season. That's awesome. That is just plain awesome. Again, best season ever. Also the most fun season ever. And when I talk about Genevieve, let me just play a little bit of guitar and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Genevieve. I'm just going to play a little bit more here, but I'm going to switch over to put a little overdrive on this little Kramer and see what we got. That's actually a song that's going to end up on my next album. That's in the works. That's what I'm going to do in the off season. That's fun for me. I can make Death by Bungie videos all year long and have fun with it. But you got to spice it up a little bit. I can't just keep making the same videos all the time. That becomes a grind. If it's not fun, it's not worth doing. Make it fun. Put the music in there. Had a comment this week from a longtime friend of Bungie, longtime subscriber on the YouTube channel saying, I've been here a long time, but the music is just not doing it for me. I will say, I appreciate the comment. And if that person is saying that the music is not mixed properly, that's something I've struggled with, but it's not something I'm going to stop doing. I'm going to keep working on it to try and get it better because I like including the music in those style of videos, those hunting videos. I think that's important. I think it spices it up a little bit. I think it makes it more professional. If the person is saying, I don't like your style of music, your classic rock. Can't do much about that. <laughs> I'm not really willing to go and change the style of music that I play because that's what I play. That's what I like. I was thinking actually, like I should do a video of remixing some of my classic bungee moments, but use more modern music like the club music or whatever the kids call it these days, uh, the dubstep and all that kind of stuff. I actually see that on hunting videos and it baffles me because it is a whole different lifestyle that music usually is part of. It's not my hunting lifestyle, my crossbow hunting lifestyle. To me, classic rock is who Rich Wilson is. That's what you're gonna get in the videos. So I will continue to put those the music in there, but I'll continue to try to improve the quality of the music. That is something that I'm working on. That is something that I enjoy. It's something that is fun for me. It's what makes life worth living. I was talking about Genevieve. What is it about this topic that would apply to Genevieve? It's kind of obvious, I think. I think it's kind of obvious if you got this far into it. She started hunting with me this year. Now, in the past, she had gone hunting with me. She had accompanied me in the blind on opening day, sat in front of the apple tree, never actually killed anything with her. She's gotten up very early and gone to hunt turkeys with me and spring gobbler. And looking back, that's a good way to discourage somebody her age from getting involved in hunting because we got up extremely early, three o'clock in the morning. She's dead tired. We get in the woods. And then unfortunately, the property that I have access to, not rich in spring gobblers typically, and not a lot of action. Pennsylvania starts the spring gobbler season a little bit late in my opinion. And those gobblers are not gobbling. They're out of the gobbling phase by the time we start. There's still some stragglers, but the hens, I think, are already moving the nests by that time. I've commented on that in other podcasts, I think, but definitely in other videos. So there, it's not really as 
gobble rich an experience as I would like it to be. And it's kind of discouraging for a new hunter to go out there even two times and you don't hear any turkeys. Like what fun is that? Why would you want to go back to that? I totally get that. The saying is, well, it's hunting, not shooting. It's hunting, not killing. That is not a good slogan. <laughs> uh, you're probably not going to kill anything. That's, that it doesn't sell hunting licenses. And it really shouldn't. If what you're looking to do is accomplish taking home that trophy bird, you're going to have to have a reasonable likelihood, at least in your mind, an expectation that there's a good chance you're going to take home that trophy bird. Why are we doing it if there isn't a chance of that? I can go out without a hunting license and take pictures of songbirds. I actually do that. I do that on occasion. We have bird feeders up right now for that reason. I get to see more and more birds. That is not a selling point to me to say that we'll go out and you know spend some money and go out and sit and not shoot something. For Genevieve to enjoy it, there has to be a few things. Number one, I think she's willing to get up early. I think she's willing to hunt if there's a reasonable likelihood of success. But if there isn't that reasonable likelihood of success, you don't get the positive reinforcement. You don't get the gobbles. You don't see the wild game that you're chasing. Yeah, that's discouraging. That's a turnoff. And that will push people out of hunting. It's a fact. And it kind of should push people out of hunting. Because hunting, like everything else in the world, is part of a market. It's a market for our time, our energy, our money, resources. Where are we going to put that energy and resources. What basket are we going to put our eggs in? Are we going to put all of our eggs in the hunting basket? Not year after year with no success, we're not going to. Because again, it's a market. It has to be more attractive than some of the alternatives. Otherwise, you're just not going to do it. People don't do things out of obligation. And I don't think Genevieve is going to just voluntarily help her father with food plots. If it's that much of a drag, if it is that unfun, it will discourage her and eventually she'll stop doing it altogether. This year, I think she can reasonably look back at the one little food plot that we put in and say, oh, it was kind of fun. Looking back, you know, she's probably not looking forward to go do another one and getting all sweaty in the woods and all that and bit up by bugs. But by the same token, it wasn't that bad considering the payoff, considering the beauty of that little food plot in the middle of the woods, that nice green lush food plot that you can see in my most recent video. It really turned out nice. I mean, if I did food plots just for the purpose of making some nice video, that's fun to me. Probably not to her. She wants to see the payoff. She wants to see a deer. She was willing to go out and help me put in those shooting lanes, set up the shooting blind, nice little Ameristep pop-up blind. We set up that doghouse blind. 25 yards from the apple tree. We planned it all out ahead of time, all that strategizing. That was fun. She'll do that again because there was a payoff. So I think that's important. There's things that she doesn't like about it, but she has asked me about Spring Gobbler possibly going to Maryland, hunting with a guide who maybe can put us on a gobbler or two where we can see some gobblers and maybe get a shot. That's attractive to me. I mean, because there's a greater likelihood of success. And if she wants to do that, I want to encourage it. But I think with her, and this kind of goes to the comment that I got from the friend of Bungie on the YouTubes there. I think that uh, 
you kind of want to move in the direction of spend the off season. One of the things we can do is move in the direction of figuring out what we don't like it about the crossbow season. What didn't work? Not only are we repeating what did work, but let's find out what didn't work for us. What wasn't fun? Let's make it fun next time. Can we fix the unfun part of that crossbow hunting experience? Or do we scrap it, redesign the 2021 crossbow season? The last little thought I'm going to leave with you here is I think that it's easy in 2020 to get pretty down on just about anything. Um, not Maybe not guitar playing, right? That is get over yourself off zombies gotta eat too <laughs> that's my second album from yankee militia get over yourself i say get over yourself before you hurt yourself or somebody else so here's my party it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Be thankful for what you had this crossbow season. Keep in mind that it's 2020. This is the pit as far as years are concerned. It's very easy to see how you would get depressed, unhappy with something this year. Put it in perspective and remember that 2021 is not going to be the same as 2020. That's a fact. It can't be. At some point, this whole pandemic, all that stuff's going to be behind us, right? We're going to get past this one way or another. And when we come out the other end of this, hopefully we come out stronger and better prepared, better able to go forward with these hunting experiences in the future. Focus on what really was the downside of this. What can you realistically change going forward? I bet there's a solution. I bet that there's a pretty basic, simple way to make hunting more fun next year, to take the less fun parts out of the picture for you and to make sure you spice up the fun parts, do more of the fun parts, and make sure that going forward, next season's even better than this one. I got no complaints. This year really turned out great. Frankly, I hunted less this year than I have in the entire 11 years of hunting with Bungie. Bungie. That's a crossbow confession for you. But big reason for that was I was spending more time trying to get my daughter to have a fun experience, focusing on her having a great season. Bungie, Bungie and I were rewarded. The one deer that we shot was our biggest Pennsylvania buck. How cool is that? And if Bungie retires on that buck, so be it. That's a buck to go out on. I would do that every day of the week. So would Bungie. So I think we're happy with where we're at. I hope that you are too. And remember that it's just a matter of perspective. There's a way to make hunting fun, to keep it fun. Crossbow hunting should be fun. Let's focus on that going into 2021 and we're all going to be better off for it. Until next time.
time, all hail Bungie. <laughs>